Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. We are rounding out a Monday here on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And of course, uh, a lot of the chatter. Uh, is in our nation's capital. Uh, we've been uh, reporting throughout the day today that there is just a whole lot that is supposed to get done that needs to get done. And in the end, we'll sort of get done before the Christmas holiday. Uh, we know the things that will be done for sure will be that the government will be funded, although it's going to take us two steps in my estimation. I just can't imagine uh, that Congress will do anything but kick the can down the road uh, as it relates to funding the government. So they're going to make it painful for all members of Congress, and they're going to do it twice. So first they're going to do it uh, coming up Friday, maybe late. They may do an overnighter Thursday to Friday just to uh, show they're working. Uh, and they'll they'll kick the can down the road. They will fund the government for a whopping two weeks. Two weeks. That's all they're going to get. Uh, some are saying, eh, maybe to January, just so they don't have to mess with it. Uh, but I think they're going to do it in two pieces. So I think they will fund the government. And just think of how ludicrous that is. Think if you're doing your own uh, budget at home or if you're running a business and say, you know what, I think we'll just we'll just fund it for the next two weeks because we can do lots of good planning around that. Uh, but that's what they're going to do. Uh, so we know that has to be done. Uh, of course, we know that the debt ceiling has to be raised uh, so that so we can continue to pay for things we've already spent, by the way. This is not new spending. This is all based on things already spent, already out the door, uh, need to be paid for. And we'll be equal opportunity offenders on this. Left and right have added to that debt and deficit uh, year after year after year, and someone's going to pay for it. And sadly, uh, it's the American people that always get hurt in that process. And then, of course, we have the two other components, the National Defense Authorization Act, uh, funding of the military, uh, which is up for debate currently on the floor of the Senate. And then we have the president's agenda uh, that uh, is the Build Back Better Act, which is uh, climate and uh, social program spending. And so all of that's coming. uh, And Congress still thinks they're going to leave town before Christmas. And I think they will leave town before Christmas, but they will be right up to the end. Uh, Sadly, uh, congressional staffers will have to plan and replan, schedule and reschedule flights out of town for their bosses uh, as they try to navigate all of this stuff. And it just makes me wonder, why can we not get back to regular order? Uh, We had James Walner on earlier in the program today, and he rightly pointed out that the excuses uh, just flip sides depending on who's in power. Uh, He he used a great example on the Defense uh, Authorization Act and how uh, a few years ago, when the Republicans were in power uh, and the Democrats wanted to include, and think about this, include in a military spending bill immigration. And Republicans went crazy. Can't do that in that bill. And now the shoe's on the other foot. And the Democrats are in power and the Republicans are going crazy trying to put in all these different components in terms of immigration. Uh, And it goes back and forth. 
And both sides are guilty of this. And sadly, it's the American people that uh, get hurt and harmed in all of this. And the president's not leading uh, is the other challenge to this. Uh, He's not communicating in a way that is connecting with the American people. Again, regardless of how you feel about the policies, the communication is a mess. uh, And it's undermining that confidence the American people need to have. Uh, People are worried. 91% of Americans are worried about inflation getting worse, not better, in the days ahead. And most Americans, vast majority of Americans, believe that the spending coming out of Washington is going to make the inflation worse, which is going to hurt their pocketbooks, their ability to buy gas at the pump, and get groceries at the store. And so the president's got a lead on that. Uh, He punted his, uh, speaking of punting, he punted his speech today that was going to be on the economy and supply chains and inflation. Uh, He's punted that to Wednesday, so we'll continue to watch that. Uh, But I wanted to round out our day uh, in the midst of a lot of the frustration of what is our nation's capital and their inability to do their job as outlined in the Constitution. It's not that hard. It's not rocket science. We all get it. Uh, but I want to end on on something uh, noted today that uh, legendary sportscaster Vin Scully uh, turns 94 today. Uh, he was the voice, of course, of the Los Angeles Dodgers baseball broadcast for 67 years. Think about that. <laughs> uh, and remember, baseball is not an easy one uh, because you're filling a lot of time and you're doing it for 162 games. Uh, NFL, you got about 16 games. NBA, you got 82 games. Uh, in the uh, National Baseball League, uh, you've got 162 games. So that's a lot of games and a lot of time to fill on a sport that's a little more slow moving and leisurely. And he did that for 67 years. Most people can't even imagine just, I mean, just living for 67 years is a good thing. Vince Scully uh, broadcasted for 67 years. So I want to do two things today. Uh, in honor of Vin Scully. First, I do want to play his final call at a Dodgers game that couldn't have been scripted better if he'd planned it. 0-1 to Charlie. Swung on a high fly ball to deep left field to Dodger Ben Fences. Would you believe a home run? And the Dodgers have clinched the division and will celebrate on schedule. Leave it to the Dodgers. Charlie Culberson, a game-winning home run. What a moment to have it. And would you believe his first home run of the year? And that was Vince Scully's final regular season game at Dodger Stadium. And so appropriate that it was a walk-off high fly ball deep into the outfield uh, for the win. Uh, Classic Vince Scully. I also want to play just real quickly. Uh, Back in April of 1976, uh, there were two fans who jumped onto the field and uh, were going to burn an American flag on the field. Again, this is 1976. Uh, Outfielder Rick Monday ran into center field to take away the flag from the protesters uh, who were trying to burn it. Listen to Vin Scully's call from 1976. Over and took the flag away from him. 
Uh, that is just classic Vin Scully, uh, as only Vin Scully could call it. Uh, the Cubs outfielder Rick Monday, uh, seeing that they were going to burn a flag on the field, uh, rushed uh, from his position and uh, scooped up the flag and uh, saved it from being burned uh, on there. Uh, ben Scully, part of so many uh, amazing calls. And uh, if you haven't listened to some of his comments over the course of the pandemic, uh, he gave uh, one early on in the pandemic in terms of what he was doing. Uh, and reaching out to the American people in uh, a way that was very personal, very touching. Uh, also, if you haven't listened recently to his comments about our veterans and why we should honor our veterans, not just on Veterans Day, but every day, uh, is also worth a, a listen today. So, again, legendary sports broadcaster, longtime voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers baseball, uh, Vin Scully, turned 94 today. And again, I'm still shaking my head at 67 years behind the microphone uh, doing the uh, Dodgers game is uh, is absolutely extraordinary. Well, as we round out our, our day today, I do want to give one last quick reminder as we roll into this very important week uh, here at KSL and for our friends at Primary Children's Hospital, it is Giveathon time. And this is a chance uh, for everyone, for all of us to give back make a difference in our community. If you missed our last segment, we we talked to a real hero. Uh, We talked to Payson, uh, who's 11 years old now. He was diagnosed with leukemia uh, just before his seventh birthday. He shared some of his story uh, and going through treatment at Primary Children's Hospital. We talked to his mom, Wendy, uh, and all the support and care that uh, both Payson and her family received. I think that's such an important reminder that at Primary Children's, uh, it is the child first and always and their family, uh, and all the resources they put together uh, to really support uh, those who have need and who need to be strengthened uh, as they go through some really tough challenges. And so we always appreciate that. So this is your chance, your chance to make a difference. Go to kslkids.com and uh, make sure you stay with us all week long, especially on Friday this week. We'll do our annual KSL Giveathon for Primary Children's Hospital. And you can be a smile maker. Be a smile maker. Commit to $15 a month to Primary Children's Hospital, courtesy of our friends at J&J Garden Center. And that's something we can all do today. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and please do something today that'll make a difference. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.